0: That movie sucked. I kinda liked it. Movie night crew network. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trot me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom, as I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room? Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, still I rise. Welcome to Of the Eldest Gods, where we discuss Rick Riordan's role as our godly parent. I'm Taylor from Cabin 6. It's just Taylor this week. Uh, Rather than a regular episode like we would release on Thursdays, we decided to take this chance to celebrate Women's History Month as International Women's Day is on Monday. I am excited to be able to have this platform to be able to talk about women that are important to us. As a female identifying person, I've had to look to books a lot of the time to find the role models that I truly needed. So, I just wanted to recommend some people to read throughout the rest of this month. While we will continue our episodes like normal, I wanted to give a spot to female authors as well. Before I list anything out, I want to recommend a specific book for those of you looking to diversify your reading, diversify your past knowledge, and that would be A Black Women's History of the United States by Dana Ramy Berry and Kelly Nicole Gross. I read this book in one sitting. I cried like twice. Um, it's from a revisioning history set a book and it tries to tell history in the eyes of different groups of people that have been traditionally disenfranchised. Each chapter really starts with telling the stories of specific women and then branching out to people in their group. So slave women, Shirley Chisholm, the first black female candidate for president. I I just used her a couple weeks ago with my students in class to talk about how black women deserve to be heard and she deserves as much as her male counterpart did. So, Black Women's History of the United States, please check it out. They have a whole lot of books that deal with topics of indigenous peoples, disabilities. They have an LGBT book. I have a Black Latinx history. I'm missing one that I have, but I can't remember what it was, but uh, that's where I wanted to start out. It's just the information's out there if you are willing to look for it. Unfortunately, our school systems aren't set up to really teach these stories right now, and we can all just push for change. It is our job to not be complacent and to look for these stories in our curriculums. I would know my first book when I entered high school was To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, and I had just moved to a new school, and it seems strange that a book with such a heavy topic could mean so much to me at the time being able to sort of forget my problems and delve into this world that I am been blessed not to live in. Even though there are obviously problems with To Kill a Mockingbird, it really helped me recognize how far we've come and how much farther we have to go. And for that, I'm grateful for Harper Lee's work. I'm trying to just go through these authors that have meant a lot to me. Uh, another one I want to bring up is a short story called The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. I read that my sophomore year of college in my History of Mental Illness class, and it's about a woman basically being told she was mad and being forced into bed rest and during the 1800s when everything meant a woman was mad. And As somebody who was just being diagnosed with bipolar 2 at the time, I felt like that almost of just being trapped. I didn't have any control because society told me I didn't. And it was really interesting to read that story and be able to connect to something that happened so long ago and be able to make those connections. There are some that, like, we might not necessarily think about immediately. People like Anne Frank, who left behind her thoughts and feelings that we were, we get that view into the life of a girl hiding, fearing for her life, and then to go on to lose her life. Women who have that strength, because at that point, yes, she was a woman. She was forced to grow up way sooner than she had to, but we have her voice, thankfully. Um, Lois Lowry, she's somebody that I read the Giver series and specifically Gathering Blue, which was about a young girl feeling like an outcast in her society. It definitely spoke to me as a girl at the time, not really being able to figure out where I fit in specifically. I will mention the obligatory Bronte sisters and Jane Austen. I am personally not a huge fan of either group's books, but I've seen how they can change a person's world in a page. I've seen people so drawn in to their books that they can sort of leave the world behind for a little bit. People like Alice Walker, who wrote about just the pain in the world, pain especially Black women have faced and continue to face, putting it out there so that people have to acknowledge that it exists rather than ignoring it. People like Mary Wollstonecraft and her daughter Mary Shelley writing for women's rights and then Mary Shelley going on to write one of the most classic books of all time, Frankenstein. Still breathing life into so many media today. We see it in movie adaptations. We see it in books. We see it in shows. We see it in pictures. Continuing to surprise people. I think about Goodnight Moon and Margaret Wise Brown having divorced parents and being able to sort of read that book and think about saying goodnight to things that my parents themselves can also say goodnight to. Of course, specifically thinking about the moon, having that connection, knowing that even though we weren't together, we were connected by something. I guess I should mention Suzanne Collins and the Hunger Games books, which <laughs> consumed my middle school and early high school years, Who was sort of my getaway. A violent getaway, but it was a getaway, no matter what. A Tree Grows in Brooklyn by Betty Smith, getting that view into the life of a girl at the turn of the century, just struggling to get by, watching people fall apart around her. One of the few books that I think I've definitely gotten to the point of crying. Think about Girl Interrupted by Susanna Kaysen, telling her own story about mental health. Think about Margaret Atwood and The Handmaid's Tale, and Oryx and Craig in all of her poems are still influencing people. I mean, Handmaid's Tale has become such a big show on Hulu that it's hard to ignore her success in the world of literature. Think about Sue Kidd and The Secret Life of Bees, the passion behind the words of that book, bringing tears to my eyes when I read it think about Maya Angelou, I read a brief part of her poem and Still I Rise here at the beginning, and the pain she was able to portray in her words, but also the joy that we as women do not have to be defined by what others have defined ourselves, us as. We don't have to define ourselves by how other women have defined us. We are who we are, not who they say we are. And that's why, for me, it was important to have this episode. I know I just was throwing authors out here, like Zora Neale Hurston and Kate Chopin. It's just women that have affected me through their writing that I never would have expected to really... Get drawn into. We are drawn into the things that end up touching our hearts. We might go into a book and expect to love it because our friends love it, but it might not touch us. Whereas books like of Black Women's History of the United States*, yeah, it was nonfiction, but it was probably the most powerful book I've read in a long time. Uh, here at of the eldest gods, we are strong believers in women's rights being human's rights. But also, I do want to take this moment to say that trans women are women too. And while none of the women I mentioned today were trans, I do want to recognize that they are out there and their voices deserve to be heard as well. We take a strong stance here about a lot of things concerning acceptance. And that is probably one of, that is one of the biggest things that we will continue to say here is that Everybody has a place in our community, no matter what certain terrible children's authors decide they have to say and ruin their books for everybody. Please don't feel like you're out of this community just because some women say you aren't. Trans women are women. And this is your month too. Just take a moment this month, and if you don't read anything else, heck, if you don't even follow along with us uh, in The Lightning Thief, take a minute just read something by a woman, read a memoir, read a poem. Honestly, poems are one of the best ways to feel. Just take that time. Uh, we, we are giving you this time by not having a full podcast this week because it, it's important to us. And I hope that as people who are listening to this, who enjoy our content, that you understand how much this means to us for you to take that time continue to make space for women of all types, no matter race, sexual orientation, women are women and deserve to have the same platform as I do right now sitting in my closet. As a white woman, I understand my privilege and I want to challenge every one of you to especially look for voices in the Black community, in the Latinx community, in the LGBTQ plus community. If you do nothing else this month, I ask that you do that. And I guess it's time for me to get out of my closet. That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network.